0: Hi, I'm Bridget, a researcher in environmental engineering, and I'm here today with Sam, a physics PhD student, and Stefan, a researcher in quantum computing. Along with some others from Yale University's Society of Women Engineers, we have created an educational kit to teach science through artistic expression. This kit draws on our experiences leading outreach events for hundreds of middle and high schoolers from across the state of Connecticut. Our goal with the spin wheel is to use art to circumvent math phobia and you can see more about our work at spinwearables.com. Developing an educational kit despite team members being in three cities made us experienced with navigating the particular challenges of remote work. However, what we've achieved with the Spin Wheel is proof that virtual meetings can be equally successful as in-person ones. Like others around the world being affected by COVID-19, the SpinWearables team is having to adjust our research and teaching. For instance, I had to pause my experiments while ensuring that I would be able to start growing my cell cultures again, shifting my focus to projects that require only computational work.
1: My work has not been as significantly affected, as theoretical physics requires mostly pen and paper, and uh, virtual blackboards have ended up being just as efficient as physical ones for meetings and discussions. Much more interesting have been the teaching-related challenges, as I'm one of the people responsible for the Introduction to Machine Learning class at MIT, which is 600 students. Moving the lectures to a virtual medium was not that difficult, as we've already been recording them, but it was much more challenging to address uh, group activities. One of the main features of the class is that every week we have intense labs, during which students in small groups work through a set of exercises that ensure that they've understood the, the topics of the class well. This involves the students being in the same room and working together, and whenever they have a question, they, uh, they get a, a TA or a faculty member that joins their group, and through discussion and in-person interaction, ensures that uh, there is understanding of the topics. Our absolutely amazing team of TAs have ensured that this same interaction can proceed now as well. Uh, They've set up a virtual environment where pairs of students will be able to, through through a conference software, talk to each other, and whenever they have a question, with the click of a button, they'll have uh, a faculty member drop in in the conversation and help, and the interaction will be just as fluid and just as uh, intense as uh, it was uh, before all of this happened. I am lucky to be working with such amazing people as I get to use these resources to help with other events too. I'm helping with advanced classes from my high school all the way back in Bulgaria, something I always wanted to do but didn't have the chance before.
2: This semester I'm a teaching fellow for a physics lab course, and in this course students learn all about electricity and magnetism. They make circuits, they do things with optics, so as you can imagine this has been a huge challenge to move to an online environment. But how we've dealt with it is instructors for the lab made videos where they perform the labs just like students would have if they could have come into the lab to do so. And as a teaching fellow, I show these videos. We stop, um, talk through what the students would have been doing if they could be handling this equipment themselves. And then the instructors provided data as they were doing those videos, so the students are still able to pull up the data, analyze it just as if they had done the same experiment. Through online technology, students are still able to work with each other to analyze data as if they had a lab partner and still interact with me and answer any questions, um, similar to if we had all been in the lab together. We aren't able to lead in-person outreach events right now, but through the educational kits that we've developed, we're still able to get kids excited about pursuing science and engineering. We're in the middle of a crowdfunding campaign to share the spin wheel with parents and others who share our mission. You can learn more at spinwearables.com. We assumed that learners had no prior experience when we designed the spinwheel. It comes with an educational guide that provides engaging activities. Anyone can turn the spin wheel into a step counter, a compass, or just light up the LEDs as they desire. These activities are geared towards students of ages 12 and up, but can also be enjoyed by anyone wanting to learn programming through the Arduino platform. All of the proceeds from the spin wheel will go back to funding our outreach activities with the Society of Women Engineers. Our goal with these activities is to empower students to pursue engineering by using real engineering tools. For instance, they solder their own electronic components and build circuits for motion-sensing LED creations.
0: After postponing our in-person events for the time being, we have had to get creative in continuing to engage parents and students. Next Saturday, April 4th, we'll be hosting a virtual event to provide parents with example, do-it-at-home STEM activities. This event draws on our experiences transitioning classes and workshops to be online over the past few weeks. You can sign up for it through the link provided in the description. If you enjoyed learning about our work, we'll be back on Kids Lab in August to talk more about this project and how we are working to increase diversity in engineering. In the meantime, we hope you'll support us at spinwearables.com. There are only a few days left until the end of our crowdfunding campaign. We hope you'll help us inspire the next generation of engineers and scientists.